0: Welcome back to Mind Matters with Mia. I'm so excited to have you here. So today I'm going to have Zoe Monterola on the podcast. Zoe has been such a big supporter of me since day one, and she gives such great
1: advice. So welcome to the podcast, Zoe. Do you want to just introduce yourself really quick? Hey, guys, I'm Zoe. I'm 17 and single. If you're in the CV area, I'm kidding. I'm of course kidding. I'm sorry. I feel like I have a propensity to start every single, not even interview, just every single conversation with that. because it brings me humor, but what are we talking about today, Mia? I'll bring it back to you. Yes, I
0: didn't mention that, but today we are going to be talking about productivity, which I think is such a broad, but also really important topic right now, and one we actually, like, just talk about together a lot, actually just randomly texting each other about it. So yeah, let's just get right into it. So I just want to ask you first, like, what is your mental health like normally, like, on a daily basis, and how do you think this pressure of productivity affects it and I know like there's kind of a contrast now that you're towards the end of your senior year and I just wanted to see kind of how that has changed like just your working and your productivity compared to like six
1: months ago in that really stressful time. Right so like you mentioned we are friends don't worry viewers at home me is actually a good person (laughs) Um, because right before we had a conversation about influencers and their real life personalities but um I think like everyone else their productivity and mental health are connected in some ways and again productivity means different things to different people but it changes on a daily basis depending on what stressors get to me on what days and what kind of emotions come out that day yep. but now that we're out of this because we did come up with this topic way before when we were both really really stressed out with mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was was it like a few months ago, ago. I don't remember what was stressing us out. I think it was midterms or the end of winter break, the beginning of winter break. Probably. Something is stressing us out, unsurprisingly. But I don't know about you, but I'm at a place where I can look back at it and think, wow, there's just some piling up of things that I didn't do. And just so many commitments that I had to balance. But I think as of right now, my mental health has been... I don't wanna say good or bad, but neutral. I think this is my new thing now. I've talked about it with my therapist, just being neutral about things. Cause I think that just helps me manage my stress because I'm, I don't know if this is everyone but you have to place a label or talk about everything that you notice and see. But instead of having the label as good or bad I just label everything pretty neutral now. And sometimes it's, it's to the point of where it's humorous. Like instead of saying like, oh, the cake is bad. It'll just be like, oh yeah, there's cake. It's just ridiculous. <laughs>
0: no but that's so, good because it's kind of like you're removing yourself from the situation and like not allowing yourself to be like all caught up in how bad it is and how stressful it is and just saying like okay it's just there like mm-hmm. even if it's cake or even if it's like this really stressful thing like college or something like that i mean you know you sometimes have to get involved in that right. um okay yeah so like so now what do you what does productivity mean to you because i think it's definitely a, a good thing if you can Like not really, I mean, I think everyone wants to be productive or whatever that word means because it's such like a buzzword right now. Um, But I think when you get too caught up in it and like trying to be productive all the time to the point of burnout and stress and exhaustion, that's bad. So it's like, what would you say your definition of productivity is? And like, how had you like in your most stressful times, how had you like pushed yourself to try to get to that?
1: Right. So I used to associate productivity with busyness and I think everyone defines busyness differently, but usually most people have the connotation of busyness is bad. Or mm-hmm. some people, I, I listened to this in another podcast. We're going to get a little meta here, but there's this woman that I listened to. I remember I sent it to you, Karen yeah, yeah, Lowenthal from Your Brain. I'm not going to say that on this podcast because <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad word. Some people view busyness as a good thing because it's like oh yes I'm I love being busy I love being distracted and others may view that as a negative for taking up their time or others positive because you know there's always uh and you know this Mia very well and I want your thoughts on this really quickly but busyness Olympics like four am oh well I am oh well I have to take AP chem Mia I just want your thoughts on this really quickly oh my gosh no absolutely and I think it does feel like a
0: competition. And also like, I think like what I was saying before, like productivity, this buzzword, like I'll be looking on YouTube and people will say like productive 5am day in my life. Right. And like, it grabs people in, like people want to watch that because they just want to see it. But, but it feels like, I don't know, we'll get into this more, but it's like, you have to be comparing yourself to how much you're doing. And I'm such like, I fall for that trap. I want to be like, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm doing whatever, whatever. I'm so busy guys. Like, like it's almost like pity me. And that's kind of my problem. You know, it's like, I I'm doing all this stuff. Like I want you to recognize it. But then people who genuinely are in like that better state of mind are like, I can be okay, not being busy or like, I can be okay how I am and not being productive or not having to have this obsessive mindset all the time and that's when you realize like oh wait maybe not everyone wants to be like this and maybe it's not good to have that mindset but yeah I do think especially right now there is that concept and I do it all the time and people would make fun of me for going to sleep early and people are like I go to bed at 3 a.m what time do you go to bed and it's like I don't know why that's like a flex it's weird but also it's like so
1: common you know. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Just there's so many different litmus tests and, I, and you actually brought up a really interesting point of some people view productivity as have no, having nothing to do because you're not busy or that you've gotten everything done. And so they maybe on the opposite spectrum of, and I think me and you have been on this both ends. I think everyone has of, oh my God, I'm working so hard. I'm burning myself out. Like when will this end to yeah. I'm not doing anything, but I think I, do you associate productivity with busyness or just like the filling of time with something?
0: filling of time with something. And I, it's very interesting because being at home this past year and spending a lot of time just alone with myself, I've just learned so much about myself. And what I've noticed, it's such a pattern. It happens every day. Not every, not every day. I'd say like every weekend, because I think my biggest, I, I struggle when I have nothing to do. Because I feel like, because you were saying there's there's two spectrum, there's two sides of the spectrum. There's not having anything to do or feeling re- really busy. And I think mine's like a cycle or it's kind of like mesh. When I have nothing to do, what it really means is you did everything you really needed to do. Like you can rest. But what I, what I think is like, I'm not doing something right now. I could be doing more. It happens every day. And it's honestly my worst weakness, it'll be like 9pm and I finished all my homework and I feel accomplished and I did all the stuff I did. And I'm like, well, it's not time for me to go to bed yet. I need to be working on more stuff for the podcast or more stuff for college and more, 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 even though I, I need to be filling up every minute. And I think obviously it makes me efficient and I'm, I'm good at, good at that stuff and I can get the job done, but then it's very exhausting because you never feel like you're fulfilling what you need to be doing,
1: right? And I think this is also part of workaholism culture and the culture of seeing productivity as itself as a culture. And what you were yeah. saying, like those videos of self, constant self improvement. I think just to really quickly answer your question, because I know we're gonna get down a really, really deep rabbit hole here, just to answer the question that you had. Um, I used to think of busyness as a stressor. It used to really bring me down because I'm somebody who's very prone to being anxious, especially when I get overwhelmed. Like I know pr- a lot of my other friends are more resilient in that department. It just takes one thing going really wrong and for me to be thrown off because I've always um, found myself excelling at school. So any slight deviation or right. anything like that would throw me off. So busyness is just a state. I now replace busyness as just a state of being. It's almost like gravity. It's not a good thing or bad thing. It's just so I think earlier with the neutral thoughts replacing it with that neutral thought of like oh I am busy but it can be over or I'm busy but that's okay or it's an I'm busy and but there's something I can do about it and that definitely helped me think of my productivity as a thing that's just there and separating myself from it like I don't have to do this I don't have to fit in there it's just a thing that I have to do but taking care of myself because I'm outside of that thing and my work Helping myself separate from those two, or separating myself and that entity, helps me realize, like, oh, I am my best investment, mm-hmm. and investing in myself is more learning, because that's the kind of person I am.
0: Yeah, exactly, and like, I feel like for me, the busyness, like how I would, how I would define it, is kind of like. there's two types of busyness and one of them is actually a good type which is distraction and and like I was saying when I have nothing to do that's when I like that's the worst for me but the good thing is if I can be distracted so you're not thinking about all the things you have to be doing and I think that's like the the standard that every perfectionist wants to reach is like um it's like I listened to in that podcast she said perfectionism you're not you're never gonna reach like that golden standard because whenever you actually do something great, like you always want more. So so the real like desired effect is not caring or being satisfied with what you have. So I think for me, being distracted is actually good. And then there's a busyness that is like, I have so much to do and I'm stressed. So I feel like that kind of perfectly segues into the next thing. I wanted to talk about why productivity is so tied up with our self-worth. And I think that kind of goes back to comparing ourselves to people and that competitive Olympic type thing where just because you're not grinding 24 seven or working on all these projects doesn't mean anything about you, you know, but it's so hard because when I'm not doing all this work and then when I'm not like, when I just feel lazy it like takes a toll on me and it feels, I feel worse about myself.
1: Again, I think referencing the great Kara Lowenthal, <laughs> we really, we're really really big fans of her. But I think for me, the comparison arises from, it's just an easy thing to do. And I think it's exacerbated by how easy it is to compare ourselves on social media. As, I feel like that sounds a little silly. Don't you think like, oh, because social media. No, but it's true. Like there's nothing else. Um, I think that for me, at least, uh i felt like i had to be productive because i wasn't retire productivity and our self-worth together and the work that we put out that we want other people to see and we want praise i think for me i've accomplished so much that i wanted to and i've thought of doing um i guess for context i was on cnn this time last year yes you Um, were (laughs) for something that i uh, did a service that i created um, to help people out during the pandemic. And I remember getting all this praise and all these things. And when that hype kind of died down, I had less work. And I was like, wow, I'm so unhappy. And I'm still not doing enough, even though I had so many of these offers. I had so much stuff for school. I was helping out so many people. Um, all of these things, I still wasn't happy. And I think that was because I was tying my, to not only my busyness, but the kind of output that I got from the type of work, I or with the type of things I was producing because of work. And a lot of those things just did not have to do with me. It was, and I wasn't tying it to how I've grown or the difficult things I overcame. I was tying it to, okay, these are the outputs, but it's not good exactly. enough because there is no good enough. Like you don't know what the limits of your outputs are, or at least like in this very specific instance of being like a high schooler in a pandemic, trying your best to do. And this is right before the was right before college app season. So it's even worse, this mm-hmm. sense of comparison, I think if you're a high schooler have gone through that, you know, terrible it is.
0: Yeah. I mean, I haven't yet, but I'm not looking forward (laughs) to it. Um, But no, it's like this crazy phenomenon where you could be the most successful person, which doesn't mean anything like success, whatever. But like, like you said, you have this amazing organization on CNN, you know, we can have everything that we ever wanted, but then it still doesn't feel enough. Like, why, why does that happen? I don't know. It's, it's that perfectionism where it's, you always need, you always want more, but it's for me, especially like I was saying before, it's like, I always need to be doing more. If I have an extra hour, what could I be doing? I've gotten better, but it's still very difficult. Like, even if I let myself do something fun or just sit on my bed, it's in my head, what I should be doing all the time. And I was talking to my therapist about that too. How like, she was like, how can you like remove yourself from this quality of just needing to be doing stuff like all the time? And I was saying, I can't remove that. That's literally my personality trait. I feel like I wouldn't be me without it, which is That's weird. Really
1: interesting. I've yeah. never heard it put that way.
0: Well, but I feel I was- like how I would try to. She was like, "What would you- what would happen if you were lazy? What would happen if you got a B, or whatever, or you like didn't do this random thing?" And I'm like, "Well, like never. Th- okay, if I didn't do this stuff, I mean, I could handle it. I know it's not the end of the world if whatever, but." I feel like my personality isn't going to change if I don't study for that test or do that assignment. I know it'll be fine, but in my head, I will always be thinking about it and thinking about what I should be doing. You know what I mean? The wiring isn't going to change, but like the behavior, I guess, I guess it's kind of like switching it up to be like a good thing. Like You can change your behavior, even if like your core traits are never going to change.
1: I don't know at least you recognize it. that's always a first step with every single one of these things, especially this, because you recognize your thoughts and you know what kind of person you are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you were saying like, Oh, this is my personality. You have to be like, not careful. And I'm not saying you're wrong, but when you say stuff about, you know, being productive, how you say it is just as important as how you act. Because as you say that it's kind of like, Oh, you can't really change personality or that's what most people think. Yeah. So, I mean, I was definitely like that for a time and maybe, It's just the gift of retrospect, not being a junior anymore. I Mm -hmm. feel like that's definitely part of it. And another part of it is that I am um, a lot more confident in who I am because finally being proud of my accomplishments because of the way I've grown, changing the way, changing what I defined success was or the success of my productivity or the product of my productivity. Right, right. From, okay, these are external, the external factors of, okay, it helped X many doing X. And instead, you know, still keeping that part, I still take that into account because, you know, you can like help friends, you can help uh, students learn and stuff like that. And that's equally as important as, oh, I realize I'm good at this or, oh my God, I loved doing that. I love socializing and that, you know, filled my... My therapist calls them buckets, which is really funny, but like you have different buckets. Like obviously there's external, there's this, but the point is, is that they're separate. They're necessary, they still exist, but they don't have they don't go together. And in right. no way am I trying to say, Mia, don't do that or don't do this or any of you are out there. But hopefully um, you guys don't feel alone if you're a perfectionist or if you're just someone who struggles with productivity. But I think the other point that I just wanted to bring up really quickly, maybe it's because I'm watching a lot of uh, Q, which is a volleyball anime that's very uplifting <laughs> um, and, enc- and encouraging. <laughs> but I think anything that helped me was because I was finally accepting or finally proud because I looked at how I've grown, I am so much more confident in my skills and I know what I can bring to the table. And it's hard, especially being a woman, especially being a young woman and especially being um, placed in so many different situations at once with the pandemic with things ending, I know as a junior, you guys don't know you know, what the SATs are gonna be like, what will happen to the seniors who apply this year? What about this XYZ and everyone else going through everything? <laughs> but I think I realized that why should I be worried if I know that I'm prepared? And obviously it doesn't apply everywhere. I had a huge math test I don't know what to do with, but I think everything does happen for a reason. And I think that with productivity sometimes it's just having, like what Mia is saying, you have to take a step back. You have to separate yourself from this work and you have to really take the time to do this thought work. Because it's, what I think is that if I'm an investment, wouldn't it be equally as important, if not most, to change the way I think about either myself or my productivity, or if those two things are intertwined, both of those things. Because that's really helped me out with separating myself and actually finding self-worth. Because I feel like, I'm not saying this about you, Mia, but I feel like sometimes, and I've also fall victim to this I use productivity as a crutch to not think about myself or as a crutch to find something to feel good about myself because I can't find it in me I knew that was definitely a part wait of what do you me. mean by that as a crutch
0: yeah like like you fall you fall back on it instead of doing what instead of kind of
1: working out my own internal um reasons for not being happy because I feel like that's what I use to turn to instead of doing the hard work and that's figuring it out. And I know people have different ways of coping about it, but I think mine is that because it's one of those situations where you can get some sort of instant gratification. Um
0: that's so interesting. I never thought about it like that. I mean actually I have thought about it like this. I just never thought about that applied to myself. But it's like you throw <laughs> yourself in your work so you don't really have to think about all this stuff. And that is kind of what we're doing. And it's true, I feel like for me it's kind of this like back and forth journey, which it's never gonna be like a straight line, but it's like Sometimes I can understand and be, and I think they're all so interconnected, how you define success and your self-confidence and your happiness and your productivity, which I'm putting in quotes because it's a construct, I guess. I don't want to like use that word (laughs) I don't really (laughs) know what it means, but it's not real. Like there's no, there's no um, definite boundaries, I guess. It has been like a journey for me because some days I can be confident in the work I've done and feel like okay, I don't need to do more today. I feel like I am happy with what I've done. And that's what constitutes product productivity for me. I think, yeah, I think I I feel like I have been productive. But then other days, you know, I'll feel like I need to be doing more all the time, like what, which is what I was saying. But I think your perspective is so interesting because looking back in retrospect, you're kind of seeing where I am now. And now I'm feeling like I'm, I'm doing all this stuff all the time. But this isn't, this is, temporary you know even though I feel like this is my life and this is my personality like I was saying it's a journey and it can change and there's so many years ahead you'll go through those experiences and that will change how you have to work and then how you view being productive
1: exactly that's a really great way to put it I think like all things again and you were saying this as well the root of everything is how you think about it and how we get into these patterns I just think it's great that you're so aware of this for yourself and like know what kind of person you are. because it's hard to accept you know for me it was hard to accept like being more prone to stress than my other friends like it's it's really yeah. hard exactly it's
0: mm-hmm. it's it's a good thing I think like my therapist is saying it's like I feel like I just go to her and just talk about all this stuff it's not like asking questions and she really prompts me I just kind of like blurt it all out and I'm like I think I have this and I think I'm very whatever you know and she's like wow it's very good that you can like be aware of it like you just said and I feel like again with my personality like I like that feeling of being in control and understanding my own brain you know like that weird paradox or whatever but at the same time it's very it's really interesting because like I said I have started to understand myself a lot this year but then it's like what do I do with that? You know, like, I think it's helping me because I can kind of start to find solutions. It's like, I go through the same things, but now I I recognize it. But then sometimes I'm like, now what?
1: Um, this is something really interesting you brought up earlier with like the, and I do this too, I'm very guilty of doing this, but like Googling how to wake up earlier, how to 6am um, wake up and 9pm bedtime, or how I, have you seen those, videos like how I fit in a 40 hour study session while in medical school, like all uh-huh. that crazy, <laughs> all that crazy stuff. I totally and, understand. <laughs> this also I think helped me a lot, and it's just interesting, like we go through such similar things, but it's, we're always on varying levels of like, I don't say progress, but varying levels of perspective and yeah, I guess I going through it, not only because of our age difference, we're about a year apart and a grade apart. Um, and also just with the college app process, which is just the hallmark of of teenagehood. Yep, yes. exactly. <laughs> you
0: know, and I wanted to like go off that point you brought up about that, that life of, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but like the hustling and the 6 a.m. and again, going back to like that comparison, I was talking about this with my therapist again and it was kind of like <laughs> I this this piece that I feel like I've been thinking on for such a long time and this really helped me like understand what I've been going through and it's like I feel like I think this has to do with my personality of always wanting more and I feel like there's a piece of my life that's missing which sounds so cliche but I feel like I should be like there's this ideal life in my head and I like, I want it. That life that you see in those dumb YouTube videos that really aren't their real life. Right. You wake up at six and just like have an aesthetic smoothie bowl, <laughs> go for a run. And I don't even want all that. It's just like, I want to feel that like happiness, you know what I happiness mean? Happiness
1: and air quotes.
0: Exactly. And it's like, genuinely I do like waking up early I feel like it makes me it gives me energy it makes me happy and it gives me because of course productivity is your own perception it does make me feel like I'm productive and I have mm-hmm. had a good start to the day but also I like sleeping and I can't really go to bed at nine when I have all this stuff you know so it's like it's like a give or take like you have to right I don't know
1: and also just not feeling like you have to fit those molds of yeah I'm going I'm waking up at 6 a.m and exactly. going to sleep at nine Because you are your own person. I think what's helped me so much, and I don't know if this is what's stressing out specifically, I know it's definitely a part of it, but I think knowing what I know now and going through the work of, again, I keep mentioning college apps, but I feel like being in your position this time last year, it was stressful because it was like, God, there's 5,000 different colleges, there's this, this, and this, what do I do? But I think in retrospect, not exactly success, but having a better idea of what I want and what path I want to go to right now. Being in my senior year, of course, I feel a lot more at- like feeling this peace. And I th- I also like maintaining a routine. I'm not, not really a seniorized person. I still studied. Surprisingly, I do wake up early. I do run. Um, but Ooh. I think just accepting that your life isn't a YouTube video. <laughs> your life is so perfect. And it's okay yeah. to, to, to give and take. Oh, <laughs>
0: motto for everything your life is not (laughs) a video it's like that back and forth where you know that like that's I mean I had a whole podcast episode that's coming out soon about social media the main point I kind of talked about with her was that you know it's not real but somehow you still are convinced that like that's the life that you want you know
1: exactly it's so difficult social media
0: in general everything Okay. So now I know we were talking about this a little bit, but I want to go into like the importance of rest. And I've seen so many little mottos and sayings that are saying like resti- resting is productive and, you know, doing things for you is productive. And for me, like I I do believe that, but like, I want to, I want to believe it more deep inside because I feel like when I, when I do rest and do things that are restful, I don't know, like watching TV or reading or doing something that isn't, homework or college or like, you know, stuff like that. I, I still feel like, I don't know, some days I can be good about it, but then some days it, that's still in the back of my head, like I should be doing more. So, and then it kind of goes into this other thing where I'm like, is my rest productive enough? Do I have the right rest? Which is like my brain saying like, everything needs to be the per- everything needs to be perfect. So Okay. What are your thoughts on that? Because I've just been rambling.
1: Um, before I start, actually, I just wanted to quickly mention, don't worry, this isn't like a plug or anything like that. <laughs> but um, with the self-care videos and stuff, and I think this ties into this as well, because it's like, am I doing self-care good enough? Am I resting enough? Am I doing the right thing yes. in self-care? And I definitely felt this at the beginning of this semester after college apps and after, you know, some stresses plateaued. But What's the point of keep you know getting better at self-care if it's not if it's not something you try out? And obviously when you try something out, no matter how many times you do it, there's bound to be errors. And that's the way I think of it. So I just learn to be, I think also part of it is just nicer self-talk. Like I don't yeah. know if we've touched about this at all, but I think that's definitely a part of again ideas, your actions with productivity and so just self-talk is so big. And I think for me, like I mentioned again. The neutral statements have definitely helped me, and just being nice with myself.
0: Exactly, and I think, like I was saying before, like productivity is not some some strict. This is pro- productive. This is not. It's literally all in your brain because when you really think about it, there's people that are so happy and successful, and they don't like they don't care and they don't judge themselves. So any other construct like success and whatever. It is literally all in your head. If you say you feel like you're being productive, then like, that's what productive is because no one's like measuring you. You know what I mean? So that's the nice self-talk that you're saying to yourself that literally like changes the whole perspective of all of it. Um, But yeah, I do want to touch on like the self-care things that you're talking about, because I think that's so interesting. And self-care is just it's like a buzzword to the point that my brain probably gets like a rush of like dopamine. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, self-care. I love self-care. Even though I don't even know what that means. I like the idea of self-care because I like the idea of a lot of things like waking up early and just like having this aesthetic life. You know, I want to feel like that fulfilledness. I think that's like my perfectionism in a different way coming out, but yeah, like self-care isn't only I mean I I've heard this so many times but I think it's just important to reiterate for people that like don't really know this the self-care isn't just having a spot a and like even it, it even isn't just exercising or all that stuff what I've found is self-care is like actually trying to understand yourself you know and like doing specific things because you know that's like helpful to you
1: you bring up an excellent point I think that self-care is often misconstrued as something that you can buy on Instagram ads or something that you pamper yourself with or something that you buy conspicuous consumption. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I think that part of self-care and the way that I've seen it worded, which brings back your point is treat your, treating yourself the way you would a good friend. And that is just doing the hard work sometimes of like, okay, I really want, okay, why am I feeling this way? Okay. yeah, exactly. And I think the way that you treat yourself, talk to yourself, that feeds into how you view productivity and construct it in your own, in your own mind. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so I put this on here because I kind of wanted to get your, like, I was really interested to hear what you had to say. Now I don't know if this is probably not the best way to word it because I wanted to like talk about tips and advice we both had for staying productive. You you know, but at the same time, I feel like that's kind of promoting the idea of being productive all the time, even Mm -hmm. though I am interested in, you know, being efficient is like what I'm wired to do. I don't know if this is like embarrassing. I don't think it is, but I literally time (laughs) out my day and I'm like, okay, so I have this meeting and then I'm going to like do this thing. And it's because like, I just value my time so much and I want to be productive or whatever even that, that even means. And I want to be efficient and get all this stuff done and obviously that has worked for me but also it's like you can live other ways and still be like happy and fine. So I feel like I don't even want to talk about ways that we can be more efficient and productive but more like kind of what we were talking about which is how how you can just be kinder to yourself and frame it differently. People have said this so many times and I just it has mm. gone is gone right over my head that this is the year of the pandemic <laughs> where we are literally going through this situation that like no one would have expected no one is ready for we're at home no social interaction all this stuff and myself like me to myself is like well like you have all this time at home you better be making 10 other projects and this podcast is not enough it's not good you know it's like more and more and more but like right. it's just like that self-compassion
1: right and like again it's just having this vastness of time right reality the concept of time itself is upended because we're both in online school right now. Mm-hmm. So we have assignment after assignment after being online for six hours or oh, four awful. hours. Yeah, so that's definitely just maybe not how we're productive, maybe how to view productivity um, as a means, yes. as a means more positive to your self-growth rather than a means of hurting yourself. Um, again, I'm just a really big proponent that you are your biggest investment. So, out of, like, time blocking, because that doesn't work for me. <laughs> I, again, I don't know if this is not the right thing to say, but I use Notion. I do, too. Just to, <laughs> just to list out what I have to do. But I think instead of punishing myself for not doing certain things, I just, I was really prioritizing and working hard. Uh, smarter instead of harder and I think this plays into in my perfectionism that I'm also working on but I used to spend so many assignments that I knew just would not be worth any points or would not let's say for example having eight assignments due the day before a test I used to freak out and try to get all that perfect and not even look at the worked out solutions for help and all of that but then I think what I now do or what I think really helped me was now seeing okay this is most likely the test I'll do it first what really helped me was reprioritizing and doing things because I think all of us do this. I think you also have talked to me about this is just doing the small stuff because it's easy to get out of the way and it feels good just to avoid the hard stuff. Like even if that means work, not just like working on myself, but when you do you do that, I feel like you've talked to me about that. Just like doing small stuff like, oh, I'm cleaning. I'm productive. That makes me feel good. Let's keep going oh, absolutely. and just do like mindless tasks just to feel good. And I think that hindered me. Because even though it was fitting this definition of, oh, I'm filling this block of time being busy, absolutely. It really wasn't conducive to anything important in my life. And that's what I meant by not necessarily being more productive, but managing my time. And I think that's a better way to look at it. Like, how can you view productivity apart from yourself? And what does it really mean to spend your time the way that you want to? Instead no, of- that, was,
0: that was amazing. <laughs> the way I do it. So many things I want to say to that because first of all, yes, I do do things like that and I feel better, but it's like, I was telling my mom, I was like, okay, so I time block out my whole day on Notion and I'm very efficient about it, very organized and strict about it. And I'm like, it works. I get my stuff done. I feel very efficient and like good at it. You know, at the end of the day, I'm like, wow, I like did all that. (laughs) But then I'm like, is that a bad thing though? Because I feel like this this organization it's it's kind of like the mindless task it feeds into my anxiety so i feel better but then it doesn't make but then it restarts every day you know what i mean it's kind of like it's not ocd but it's like that concept where feeding into the uh, the compulsion just like makes the obsession worse you know Mm -hmm. like how doing the thing that you want to do just restarts it all the time Right. And I'll be like talking to my friends who are just so carefree and I'm jealous of that attitude to just be so carefree and like it's okay whatever happens you mm-hmm. know because sometimes I'm able to be like that and like it really helps me to just think of a bigger perspective if I'm stressed that like I'm not doing enough for this podcast or whatever or I don't know I didn't study enough today or whatever I'm like okay looking at it in the broader mm-hmm. perspective like in five years is this really what's going to affect my happiness? And I'm, am I really going to let myself be consumed over this one thing when I could be like happy about something else?
1: Mm. To counter that, but I think this has to do because me and you are similar in this way. But if you do that thing that I guess makes you happy or not do your work, that'll stress you out more. And that's the complete opposite thing that you're running from, from completing your from completing your work. That's the thing you're running from. So I think the way that I view, I don't know if you would agree is, but if I don't do this, then I'll just know I'll be stressed out about it later. Exactly.
0: Ooh, it's awful. And I was saying before, like on the weekend, (laughs) how like, oh, the weekends are the worst because like I was saying before, when I have lots of time, oh man, I just need to be distracted. If I'm distracted all day, it'll be great because I, I don't, I can't, like, I can't be doing anything. You know what I mean? But if I have all the time to myself, I'll be like, I'm watching tv but like I
1: really should be doing this and I really should be doing right. this and like or like but yeah like doing that where you you know I'm guilty of doing this even um when I'm taking a break from either schoolwork or on the weekends like okay I'll watch tv for three minutes and constantly looking at the time I think that's my anxiousness yeah I wouldn't say like com- maybe compulsiveness but I obviously wouldn't categorize it as obsessive and compulsive. no 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 no. Yeah.
0: no I'm absolutely like that and it's something about time where I'm like Oh my God. The other day, this is when I really realized I had a problem and I was going to therapy that day. So it was like lunchtime and I had time before I had to go to my next thing. And I was getting gas and then I was going to go like eat lunch and I didn't know mm-hmm. what I, whatever. It was
1: like my break. I hate getting gas. It's the and worst I was, thing. you just like wait and stand. It's so no, awkward. Seriously. It's not ergonomic. I think that's like, this is me and you. So it's like, God, how can we make things more efficient? Exactly. But, it's, but it's like a silly example. But yeah, Definitely multitasking is terrible. I still do it all the time. Like right now, I just resisted the urge to multitask because I have to like fill something out right now. It's like, no, focus on one thing at a time. That This can be like a whole podcast in itself, just (laughs) productivity. Seriously,
0: no, (laughs) I'll be in anatomy doing my Spanish activities because I really understand now what my problem is. I want to feel like I'm doing something all the time. If I'm not doing anything, I feel empty. If I'm listening to some lecture, I want to
1: be doing these my <laughs> Spanish activities at the same time. Or Me too. Like, what can I fill the time with that's useless while well, I do this other useless thing exactly. in it's class? Exactly. Like, Spanish
0: things aren't doing anything. I know that. I know I'm not trying to be, it's not, it's like, I'm not trying to be ahead of the game. I'm trying to like satisfy my brain. It just makes, it makes no sense
1: it's like completely... It's like the time block thing. Because I don't use time blocks, but I have like a checklist where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, most important, but, oh, if I check this, it's so satisfying and I get a reward or like in yes. my mind. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I want to. This wanted- is sort of the point we were talking about, but it's nice to to let that out because sometimes it just feels weird again, like to be the more, how do I put this? The more anxious one or the more uh I guess I don't say prepared, over-prepared maybe of your friends. I think me and you are in that same boat where we have Absolutely. such carefree friends for different reasons. Like some already got, for me, some already have gotten acceptances. Some are just like that, but I think just comparison makes it worse. I think understanding like, okay, my goals, I'm very separate from this person or I'm different from this person. I mean, the person have different end goals. Like I know that yeah. what I'm doing makes me happy because at the end of the day, as much as we get stressed out, or as much as we wish we did more, we're happy with the things that we do. Accomplish, I think to very exactly, behaviors.
0: and I mean that kind of goes into the last point. I know, like we don't really have a lot of time. It's been a it's been a long time, but I did want to talk <laughs> a little bit about like burnout. And I know we 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 touched on a lot of points that kind of lead into this. I think mm-hmm. burnout is just caused by excessively working, you know, and not really allowing yourself to take a step back. And for me, burnout is when I'm when I'm doing something and I just don't feel motivated about it anymore. And I think it kind of just goes in waves and I don't know, maybe it's in my hormones or whatever, but it's just like this intense <laughs> feeling of, I just don't feel like I have anything to contribute. I don't feel like I have any new ideas. It's that productivity again. And I'm like, I just, I can't do this anymore. Um, and I think that's the problem. It's like, you're allowed to go in waves and not be constantly making everything new and, and better, you know, for whatever you're working on
1: but yeah what do you think I view burnout as some a product of not wanting to be burnt out in the first place and I feel like that seems not controversial but paradoxical using that makes word sense <laughs> but I feel like me wanting to do all these things at once and trying to multitask especially in classes and I think there's just two sides of it like oh my god I literally can't get myself to do anything because I'm so scared of doing anything that's super hard And then pushing that stuff that's really hard to do or think about or work on to the very end. And burnout just comes from having so many things piled up. It's hard. I wish that there's a definite way to prevent it. Part of it just was also neglecting myself, just really, really distancing myself and only viewing myself as my work. I think that's been one of the biggest contributors as well as just external stresses because we can't control everything. But I think also just a part of it is relinquishing some control over I think part of it is the pandemic but I used to be so worried about tests and all of these things and grades and also just being a senior that's another part of it because yeah. I had a meeting with my counselor my school counselor and she just said you've already been accepted some places you're going mm. to be fine yeah um, I think just also having the understanding and the confidence in yourself to think like hey I'm better than most and as good as the best And whatever that I have coming, I will be prepared for. And I think going in with that mindset has helped me prevent burnout because I think that just a lack of self-care feeds into that personally for me.
0: Your work and your productivity does not define you. And I feel like I kind of just want to end on that note. So are there any other like final takeaways you have for anyone listening? I know we talked about so many good things today.
1: I think, again, I'm going to reiterate because I heard this and I just cannot get over it, but you are your biggest investment in so many ways that are outside of your work. And another thing is that, let me find it. I wrote it down somewhere. It was very important to me. I hope this is related to what we're talking about, but (laughs) the process matters more than results because results are the byproduct of your daily routine. And I'm not saying this is work hard, work as hard as you can, but just small things will get you to where you need to be. And I think that if you have trust in yourself and you know what you want and have that mindfulness and begin that process, that small, long, slow process of finding out what you want, finding out who you are, then the results of that and the confidence that you'll gain and the positive thoughts you'll have about yourself, that will just all be the result of the small changes or the small things that you become aware of. So definitely, just know that you're not alone because all of us are each taking our own. <laughs> I don't say journeys because everyone says that, but everyone's on their own path to trying to figure that out, and it's hard. It's lonely because no one's gonna tell you what to do. But I hope you guys know that you have people that care about you. You have someone to to, and you are not your productivity. A productivity or productivity is just a separate entity from you, and
0: yes
1: something else that's positive i'll bring it back to Mia. Uh- <laughs> no that was perfect thank you so much i think we're gonna end
0: with that